Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Our words are so powerful. Sometimes I don't even think we realize just how powerful the words coming out of our mouths are. Did you know that on average, we speak anywhere between 10,000 and 25,000 words per day? That's a lot of words, right? That's also why God talked about the words that we speak so much in the Bible, because he knew that we would need help controlling that little moving object beneath our nose. James 3, 5, and the beginning of verse 6 says, And so the tongue is a small part of the body, yet it carries such great power. Just think of how a small flame can set a forest ablaze, and the tongue is a fire. Then verses 9 and 10 go on to say, We use our tongues to praise God our Father, and then turn around and curse the person who was made in his very image. Out of the same mouth, we pour out words of praise one minute and curses the next. Ouch. (laughs) Anyone else with me? Have you guys ever done that before? Have you ever said something that as soon as it left your mouth, you knew that you should not have said it? For example, I remember one time I had just left an amazing worship night at a nearby college campus and we were hungry. So we stopped by a restaurant to eat. So that night, in my opinion, the server who was waiting on us was doing a very poor job. I was getting frustrated while waiting for her to fill up my drink. So guess what I did? The next time she came to our table, I let her know how bad of a job that she was doing. As soon as those words left my mouth, I knew that I should not have said them. I was not doing a very good job of shining the light of Jesus to her. For all I know... She was having a horrible night and was doing her best to just hold things together. I mean, come on. I had just left a worship night choosing to take everything that was going on around me and focusing my everything on God. And then I turn around and I tear someone down with my words. Just to be honest with you, that was not the proudest moment of my life. Quite the opposite. I could have used my words that night to encourage her, to let her know that God loves her, to pray for her, but that's not how I use my words that night. The crazy thing about our words is that, as James 3, 5 says, they carry with them so much power. We can use our words to build someone up, or we can use our words to tear someone down. I mean, think about it a minute, just how powerful our words are. With words, God spoke the universe into existence. With words, he created the plants, the animals, the stars, and the water. With words, Jesus was able to calm the winds and the seas, heal the blind and the sick, and even put the devil in his place. With words and a little bit of action, David took down Goliath. 
Our words are more powerful than we realize. Proverbs 18.21 tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Death and life. You know, I don't think that was an accident that this verse starts with death and then says life. I think this was done on purpose because God knew that our culture, our world, everything around us is naturally bent on the negative. I mean, think about it. What do you call a traffic light? So say you're giving somebody directions about how to get to your house and you get to a traffic light. How do you tell them the directions to your house? Do you say, turn at that red light? Do you call a traffic light a red light? Most of us do. Yet the light is green more or the same as it is red. What about this? When someone startles you, do you ever respond with, oh, you scared me half to death? Why don't we say you scared me half to life? Just a thought. So going back to Proverbs 18, 21, it says death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. You may be thinking, what does the last part of that verse even mean? So basically what it's saying is that whatever words we choose to speak, that's what we will eventually see in our lives. Our lives reflect the fruit of our mouths. If we speak life, eventually we will see great things. We'll attract friends who are positive and encouraging and want to be difference makers. If we speak death or negative things, eventually that's what we'll see. We'll see negative circumstances. We'll see defeat. And we'll also find that we're attracting other negative people. And let me just tell you, negative people want nothing more than to be around other people who are negative. Do you know that it's not possible to speak negative words and still live a positive life? I want you to think for a minute. Are the words coming out of your mouth things that you want to keep seeing in your life? Your words are like a thermostat that we set to either raise or lower the temperature in our homes. If we walk in on a cool night, maybe it's spring and we've had some like really warm weather lately and it's been like 80 degrees and then a cold front comes in and then now it's like 50 degrees for the high. You walk in your house and it's like, cold. It's like super cold. (laughs) So you go to the thermostat and you turn the heat on and you turn it up to say 70 degrees. At first, when you turn that heat on, does it feel like 70 degrees? It doesn't, right? But it takes a little bit to get up to that heat. And that's the same thing that happens with our words. When we speak negative words, we're setting our thermostat at negative. And we're going to see negative. But if you decide to change your words today and say, you know what? I'm going to start speaking life. I'm going to start speaking life over me. I'm going to start speaking life over the people around me. I'm going to speak life over my family. So you set that thermostat to life. Right away, just like when you turn on the heat and it's cold, you're not going to see that 70 degrees. When you start to turn your words to speaking life, you know, immediately... You don't necessarily see the amazing things happening in your life. You don't necessarily see right away the positive circumstances and the positive friends and all these things. It takes time, right? It takes a little bit of time to adjust that temperature in your home. Whatever we speak over ourselves, those around us and even our circumstances are what we will eventually see come true in our lives. I'm going to issue you a challenge that I want you to take today, even if it's just for the next hour to see if you're speaking what it is that you really want to see happen in your life. Okay, so this is how it works. 
After everything you say, I want you to follow it up with, and I want it that way. Now you don't have to say, and I want it that way out loud. You can say it silently in your head, but it just opens up our eyes to the words that we're speaking. So maybe you're like I was, where my mouth was really good at getting me in trouble. And it still tries to every once in a while. But thank you, Jesus. I have come a long way. (laughs) I want to talk really quickly about how we change the words that are coming out of our mouths. Luke 6, 45 tells us that out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. Whatever's in our heart in abundance is what will eventually come out of our mouths. So in order to change those words, maybe we are not speaking the most positive things over us or the people that are around us or over our circumstances, but we can change that. The real cure for changing your words isn't just changing what the words are coming out of your mouth. That's a symptom. The real cure for changing our words is changing what's on the inside of us in our heart in abundance. But how do we do that? As a Christian, the biggest battle that we will face is of our mind, our thoughts. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 5 says, Our weapons of warfare are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I want you to think about that word stronghold for a second. Think of that word stronghold like a water slide. You go to the top of the slide. You go down the slide. That slide shoots you out in the same spot in the water every single time, right? The only way to change where that slide shoots you out at the bottom is to change what slide you're going down. The same thing is true for our thoughts. For example, something happened to me when I was a teenager that rocked my world for many, many years. Without going into too much detail, my vocal teacher was a pianist in one of my state vocal competitions that I was in. While performing my solo, she deliberately played the wrong notes in the song while I was singing, and it sounded horrible. The following Monday at school, she laughed at me and made fun of me in front of the whole class. Instead of choosing to see things as they really were, I chose to believe the lies that she was speaking over me. I chose to believe that I couldn't sing and that no one would ever want to hear me sing again. And from that moment on, I was too embarrassed to even sing happy birthday at somebody's birthday party. That thought about me singing became a stronghold in my life. I heard the words. I began to speak them. I chose to believe them. And then I began to act like it was truth. When we choose to believe lies about us, they keep us locked tight in a prison that can be hard to break free from. Since these strongholds start in our mind, it's important to do like 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5 says, to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. What that means is if it goes against the word of God, throw it out. If it goes against something that God says about you, God says that you are amazing. He says that you're incredibly made. He says that you're beautiful and that you're valuable. And if it goes against those things, throw it out. It's a lie and don't believe it. So if you catch yourself thinking or saying something that you know that God wouldn't agree with, or like me, you're using your words to tear others down instead of building them up, turn those words around into something that God would agree with. So for me, when it came to that server I talked to, I could have stopped her for a minute and said, thank you for serving me. I know serving can sometimes be tough and you're at the end of your shift. Is there anything that I can pray with you about? That would have been much better than what I actually did, right? Now back to Luke 645. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The way that we change what's in our hearts in abundance is to change what we're continually seeing, what we're continually listening to, and what we are continually saying. 
Think about the things that you're watching. Are the actors and actresses treating their parents like they're worthless? Are you looking at social media and reading all the latest gossip on all the celebrities? Are the friends that you're choosing treating their families like they're worthless? Are the words that you're speaking words like, I'm sick and tired of whatever it may be, or I'm so overwhelmed, or maybe I'm a failure. When we choose to change what we're seeing, what we're listening to, and what we're saying, we will see a huge difference in our circumstances and in our lives. Maybe not overnight, but over time you will. So now I'm not telling you to go away from social media. That's between you and your parents. But I do encourage you, pay attention to the things that you're watching and looking at. Pay attention to the things that have your attention. Are they what you want to see in your life? Are they what you want to see in your family? Are they what you want to see in your future? If you're not liking the way your life is right now, I encourage you to start making a difference by changing your words. Your words set the course for your life. And like we said, we change our words, right? By what we see, by what we hear and what we say, right? So if you don't like something in your life, check what words are coming out of your mouth. That'll kind of give you an idea of what you're putting in your heart. And then I want to encourage you, instead of using your words to describe your life, choose to use words that define the life that you want. How do you want your life to be? Speak that. As I say every week, you are beautiful. You are valuable. Your beauty and your value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible you are. I really want you to get that in. And that's why I have you repeat it after me every single week. I really want you to start believing that truth. So repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. If you have not yet, go ahead and download the Uncommon Teen app. We are going to have some really awesome things coming in the near future. So be sure to have that app downloaded because I'm going to be rolling them out in the next couple of weeks. And you are going to be so excited to be a part of the next step that we are taking in Uncommon Teen. All right. Have a great week, ladies, and we'll see you back here next week. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging, but God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, 
we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.